This episode is brought to you by our Hosting Handbook mini course. Whether you already started hosting your first Airbnb or you're still trying to soak up as much knowledge as you can, this course is the ultimate cheat sheet. It can transform your hosting from hobby to business. Get our coveted templates that include your welcome book, a turnover handbook, and supply closet spreadsheet, plus other great bonuses you don't want to miss. Our hosting handbook is usually priced at $2.97, but for a very limited time, you can get all of this for a special price of $27. Head to www.thanksforvisiting.me forward slash hosting handbook to get instant access. Now on to the show. You're listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast. We believe hosting with heart is at the core of every successful short-term rental. With Annette's background in business operation and Sarah's extensive hospitality management and interior design experience, this dynamic duo has welcomed more than 2,000 guests from 25 countries, earning them over half a million dollars and garnering them over 650 five-star reviews. Now they're ready to share creative ways for your listing to stand out, to serve your guests and be profitable. Each episode will have knowledgeable guests who bring value to the short-term rental industry, or Annette and Sarah will share stories about their own experiences so you can implement actionable improvements to your own rentals. Whether you're experienced, new, or nervous to start your own short-term rental, we promise you'll feel right at home. Here are your hosts, Annette and Sarah. Hello, listeners. Welcome back for another great week of Thanks for Visiting. I am Sarah Karakayan. I am Annette Grant, and together we are... Thanks, Thanks for visiting. <laughs> That's actually pretty good, Annette. We're back to being separate, um, everyone. So <laughs> we have more <laughs> fun together, interest for you. Yeah, together and apart. It's just a reoccurring theme. But another reoccurring theme is our STR Share Sunday. Sarah? Yeah. We are going to actually share a student of ours this week. So she is part of our co-hosting coaching live program that actually right now is in action. We are in the middle of it, in the process of it. And we um, just, we really love Moira and her chalet in the Poconos. So Annette, where can our listeners take a sneak peek at Moira's short-term rental? All right. You want to find her. It's at Sedgwick underscore chalet. Let me spell that. It's at S-E-D-G-W-I-C-K underscore chalet. Again, at Sedgwick underscore chalet in the Poconos. Sleeps 10 people. She's not joking around. Go to her feed. Like all of the pictures. Every single one of them. Like them twice if you can. Sarah, let's, let's point out a few amazing things about this property. My favorite thing about, well, it isn't the property, but it's Moira's use of the OTA of choice, which is her, which is Airbnb. Right before you get into the whole show, show more aspect where you can read all about the property, you, we are all given one short excerpt to like draw people in and she gives everyone a call to action. She gives you a little insight. A cozy gingerbread style house in the heart of the Poconos steps away from Lake Naomi. She says, follow us on Instagram. She gives her Instagram handle and use our hashtag, hashtag Sedgwick Chalet, and give us a heart and save us to your wish list. Now, I'm assuming that Moira knows that the more people like and save your property on Airbnb, the more love Airbnb gives you. Um, so I love that she gives you know a couple calls to action before people read on. It's memorable. It gives them something to do. 
it's it's smart. Yes. And one of my favorite things about the property, and if you're scrolling through her Instagram, you will see, or if you go to her listing, Moira uses the most amazing colors, pink colors throughout her home. I am very boring and vanilla when it comes to paint. And Moira uses the most amazing bold colors. And there's a lot of color in the home and it's just spot on in every room. And I believe, well, once Sarah, when we do stay there, I'm going to enjoy each and every one of these colors. So please to peruse her feed and check these colors out. I wish we knew what all of them were. Yeah, well, I'm sure she'll be happy to share. But it's it's you know it's something that people are timid to use color, but when you use it correctly, it just gives your whole home this cohesive it's a wow feel and factor. look and vibe. Yeah, it's a wow factor for sure. Hey, listeners, if you're out there and you are yourself in the Pocono area, would you do me a favor and hop onto your Instagram account and reach out to Moira and just say hi? I know she was saying that she'd love to connect with more short-term rental rock stars out there in her area. So there you go, Moira. Hopefully we can get you some new friends out there. But everyone should check her out regardless. She's got a beautiful short-term rental. You get some ideas from her decor and from her listing. Annette, is there anything else you want to share before we get on to the show? Just while you're looking through, I think the other amazing place is her exterior living space. She's just mm. nailed every part of the exterior. So maybe you can go hang out with her on her deck or around her fire pit. I love it. All right, right. Sarah, let's get on to the show. So this week, we're going to dive into a rental management agreement contract discussion. So Annette and I both agreed that whether you are the on the management side of short-term rentals, so you manage things other than your own or you aspire to someday, or let's say you manage your own short-term rental and you aspire to hire someone someday... We believe this conversation will be insightful for you to hang out and listen to us discuss. And we're going to go over the top five things that you may not think about including in your contract or looking at and make sure you agree to it. Should we just hop right in on it? Yeah, let's let's do it. All right. So the first one is we're going to talk about the agreement to have a routine maintenance permission amount, essentially. So what this is, is in the contract the manager is telling the owner, hey, if it's at this price point or below, I have the right to make that call and get that item, schedule that service, whatever it is, that we can keep this rental humming along and we're not pausing. And number one, bothering the owner every time. You know, this is a business and the businesses have to spend money (laughs) quite frequently. And so if you're always bothering the owner about spending money, then, you know, that's not a good thing. So, so let's give some, let's give some four instances there. So a four instance for me would be, oh no, you know, the, something was ruined, i.e. a comforter, maybe a whole bed set. I don't need to call the owner and talk about that. I just need to replace it. Obviously get the receipts, but move on. Or for instance, Sarah, let's give an example. Potentially, maybe something, you know, the kitchen sink is drained and we've, or is clogged and we've tried all of our, we've exhausted our efforts. We have to call um, a handy person or a plumber to come in. Those are the type of situations where it doesn't always warrant having to, a back and forth with, with the property owner. Can you give some more examples specifically, Sarah? Yeah. I mean, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. So, or let's say the bed breaks, you know, I mean, I don't know. Well, honestly, I just had this happen where 
We're not going to talk about why it broke. I don't know. I didn't I've ask. Had some bad breaks. I've had some bad breaks too. So I think it's a common theme. I think we can all figure it out. But um, the brace was so the guest checked out, and the guest let me know, like, hey, and he said the bed the bed was broken when oh, he checked this, in, this is and good. this okay. is a property that I was onboarding from another manager. So I, you know, I had no, I had, I had not even gotten in the home yet to assess it. But doesn't matter. You know, I spent the money to get a quality bed. I also spent the money to get a throw rug to go underneath it because the floors were hardwood. And anyway, so that was all just part of what we needed to do to make the guests safe, to also offer quality furnishings, which is another aspect of the contract that you can discuss. But so just anything that it would take for you to keep the business humming along. Now, if something is happening where it's going to cost more than $400, but the safety of the property is at risk, it also could be in the contract where you have obviously the authority to make those calls as well. Right. So just to circle back, it's one of those things, let's have this flushed out before you have this situation, you know, a situation pop up. Just discuss it with the property owner. If you have someone that's managing your property, make sure you've discussed it with them. Give them that dollar amount that you're like, hey, you can, here's the go ahead. You can go ahead and um, make some executive decisions and, and make sure that we can keep keep the property and our guests happy. It's a lot easier to flush that out before you have guests that need immediate attention. And uh, honestly, for both parties or all parties, it'll, it'll make things go a lot smoother. Ooh, next point, Sarah, talking about things going smoother. Let's talk about insurance and the COI. Yes. So in the contract between the manager and the owner, the manager is going to require the owner to carry at all times and at the owner's expense, a public liability insurance. And then of course, you can say, if you're the manager, you know, what amount that needs to be. And usually your insurance company will help you decide what that needs to be so that your coverage is airtight. But you definitely want for your to know that your owner has coverage and then on your owner's coverage you want you and your business to be named um additional insured so that's that way you know if anything happens to the property your name and your company is on it so that hopefully it doesn't even need to touch your insurance policy so again this is something any insurance agent if you call them up tomorrow and you ask for the certificate of insurance something really easy they can take care of for you, but super important if you are having paying guests stay and you're managing the property or having somebody manage the property for you. Right. And so listeners, if you're out there and you are toying with the idea of becoming a, we call them co-hosts, or you could call yourself a property manager or a vacation rental manager, whatever that title is for you, and you want to do this for other people, this needs to be something that you ask for in your onboarding process. You want the owner's certificate of insurance and you need to be named additional insured. And if you have any questions, I would uh, strongly advise you to talk to your own insurance broker about what you should ask for from these owners. So, um, but just make sure it's all laid out really neatly and nicely in your contract. Okay. This is something that gets, uh, especially when you're first starting out, something you want to hash out again is, hey, uh, I'm the owner, Sarah, and I want to come and stay at my property for the entire peak season. <laughs> or, uh, uh, no. <laughs> or, hey, my nephew's moving to town. I'm just going to let him stay for two or three months. Uh, so mm. this is another thing. <laughs> 
that you're going to want to flush out before you start hosting for someone or if you are hiring somebody. So Sarah, let's let's dig into those uh, owner or manager promo stays. Yeah. And so that, and so Annette just said it. So um, usually in a contract, there will be a manager promotional usage um, bullet point essentially, and then there'll be a owner promotional usage. And you want to make sure these are called out and agreed upon before you guys start working together. So not only will the owner want a certain amount of days a year or a season for them to use at no additional cost. They're not going to pay you you know, a management fee or a commission, of course, they'll pay for the professional cleaning or they will pay you, right? Like these, there's no, it's not black or white. It's whatever you decide. But usually the way that works is that there are so many days of year that they can use um, the property for their own purposes and that um, it would not, as long as it doesn't displace, you know, uh, a guest. And you can also discuss when they can use these days. So if there's a peak promotional time, let's say like for us, it would be, you know, football season (laughs) when football is able to draw in large crowds again. We might say like, okay, yes, you have 12 nights a year, but only four of them can be used during, you know, between these months of September and December. I mean, I don't, you know what I mean? Like just something like that. And of course, you want to call out all your terms like owner will not pay the booking fee or receive any income, but the owner will not be charged for any management commissions, right? So like, it's just, it's promotional usage for your owner. Does that make sense, Annette? Yes. But let's talk on the flip side about you being able to potentially use the property. The manager. Right. Well, and there's many reasons you might want to do this, right? Managers, like maybe um, you want, you have a marketing package that you want to refresh every six months and you want to be able to block the property off. So you can have a photographer in there. Maybe you're going to get some influencers in there and you're going to, you know, just freshen up your own marketing package, whether it's specifically just for that property or maybe it's your marketing overall as a brand. Remember, when owners are part of your hosting program, your management program, they get the benefit of, you know, other people coming to your website or your business because of other properties, right? And so those other property eyeballs get to see their property and and vice versa. Um, So you having those, you know, however many days a year to use the property for marketing purposes is really win-win for the owner as well. But if you also want, you know, a couple nights for you to share with your family, essentially your your place of work or your place of business or that product that you are so proud to represent, you can totally do that, right? And so you'll want to take care of the cleaning fee, obviously, but that the owner knows that you reserve that right so many times a year. I love that. It's a huge perk. All right, let's go on to... Bullet point number four, something to think about before this you one, get started. <laughs> I think it's very much like, unless you've been in the business for a long time, you may not think of this, but it's it's really important. Absolutely. And it's about what if the property is going to go up for sale? Right. And again, this is one of those things, it's much easier to just hash this out ahead of time. I think, Sarah, you specifically just went through this. I um, did in the last like 30 days and it actually, it worked out really well for you. But let's talk about how to deal with putting that in your contract if the property would potentially go up for sale. Wait, you know, again, you want to chat it out with um, your legal representative and of course your owner, but you want to figure out what's going to be 
what's going to make sense for you and your business, and of course, the guests that you're hosting. So I think the one tip I'll give everyone here is that you really want to strongly consider whether or not they can do showings while guests are there. You know, like that is something that is going to take a little bit more coordination. But mm-hmm. I would strongly consider, you know, not allowing that. These guests are paying to stay in those space and displace them even for five minutes to 10 minutes, you know, so that the home can be marketed. Um, and I would be salty take... about that. Yeah, Unless you need I was to... getting a discount or something. <laughs> Correct. And there there are always a special... I'm not going to lie to you and say that there's not those occasions where like, you know, the perfect buyer messages that you really need to stay only in town for a couple of days. I mean weigh the situation out. Yeah, things are going to happen. And hey, you might even have guests that like really aren't there. Maybe they're business guests and they're gone all day. So it's like, whatever, come in, you know? So there's definitely a way to work that out. But if you can work out some of the details with the owner just ahead of time and way ahead of time, at least have the discussion because things do happen. Like the properties do have to go up for sale. The market changes, people's lives change. So uh, it's, it's just something that if you can have the discussion and have it laid out a little bit ahead of time, it'll save you um, a lot of headaches down down the road. So, and Sarah, why don't, specifically, let's just let our listeners know that, you know, you had a transition where a property got sold and you retained them as a client. So it's not, it's not even like you'll always lose that client. I mean, you swooped right in with the new, um, the new buyer. Yeah, it's been I a mean, really good relationship. If you provide great, if you're a great host, if you're a great manager and the new owner has this, you know, this whatever direction the property is already going in, that works for them and their business model. And you've proven to be a good, I mean, you're the sellers are essentially saying, hey, I've got this great management program already in place. I mean, how wonderful is that? You know what I mean? It's not even just like I have strong opinions about long-term rentals and inheriting long-term tenants that are already in place. I I personally much rather would do my own due diligence when finding long-term renters. But when it comes to this, I mean, the fact that I've got a brand, my sellers have been happy with me during our relationship as as their host, I think as it's almost like a a good thing to to sell to a potential buyer that this is our this program is already in place. So yeah, the sale of property isn't anything to be scared about. But you definitely need to have it laid out in your contract before you start working together so that if and when it does happen, there's no scrambling to figure out a process. It's already there. Okay. This one, this one might take a little bit um, more time to discuss. How do we want to break this one down, Sarah, to program fees. What is a program? Yeah. You know, this is like a whole other podcast episode. So I don't, we're not going to dive into this. I don't think the details of it, but just, just both in both regards, whether you are hiring someone and reading over their contract, you want to make sure you understand every single fee very clearly owners. And if you're a manager and you have you figured out what your business structure is going to be like. You know what you're going to charge for. Make sure you're marking down all these fees very clearly in your contract. So fees could include, you know, whatever your onboarding fee is, whatever your trip fees are. What's your commission rate? What is, do you have a linen fee? Do you have an inspection fee, right? So depending on your business model, we specialize in short-term rental uh, staging and furnishing. And so we have those fees in a place them in our contract, whether or not 
the client is going to utilize them so that we only have one contract. Our lawyer has set it up so that it's all laid out there as well. So really, it's special to your business and no business in this industry is the same. So you just want to make sure it makes sense for you and what your goals are, but definitely make sure you have this section really laid out well and clearly defined. All right. So that's a lot. It was it was not lengthy a lot, but those are those are five really important slow it down. It's not it those aren't the things that t- you know top of your mind um you think of if someone if you're you know helping someone manage their property or if you're looking for someone to help you manage a property. Those are some of more of the details that are you know you're always so excited to just get guests in there and get that nightly revenue, but it's it's important, it's imperative to take a little bit of time, pause, and think about as many things as possible, including these five, to set yourself up for success. Absolutely. You know, Annette, you and I both have a soft spot in our hearts for those listeners out there who dream of starting their own co-hosting management business. And, you know, the thought of having three, five, 10, 15, 20 properties is exciting. And we we you know we're here for you on that journey and that's a big reason why we started this podcast but we just want you to remember that you are very much a business and you have liabilities to make sure you're you're taking into consideration and also you want to make sure that your business can remain healthy so that your relationship with your owner is clear it's as they say black and white and there's just no room for um any misunderstanding so yeah but i think that's that's a lot of information. I hope that was helpful, listeners. And um, as always, if, if there's anything you want Annette and I to cover on the podcast, we are always all ears, but we've got some really exciting episodes on the horizon. You can always reach out to us at hi at thanksforvisiting.me. Anything else, Annette? Mm, I think that's all, Sarah. All right. Well, until next week, I am Sarah Karakayan. I'm Annette Grant, and together we are... Thanks for visiting. Talk to you next week. So long. Thanks for listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast. Head on over to the show notes for this episode at thanksforvisiting.me. If you're looking to take your listing to the next level and show your guests how much you care, be sure to check out our line of thoughtful hosting products from hosting checklists to custom mugs to toilet paper stickers. We've got you covered. And if you love our show, remember, sharing is caring. Please hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Awesome reviews help us bring you awesome content. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to hanging out with you next week. Thanks for visiting.